Welcome to Horns Up. I'm Animesh. And I'm Peter. And tonight we're dialing up the death metal to 11 because we're talking to none other than the brainchild behind Polish death metal stalwarts decapitated. Yes, here's the one and only Wog. Hi Wog, welcome to Horns Up. Hey, what's up guys? Thanks for a nice introduction. Um, I'm really looking for the interview. Thanks for interesting and inviting for that one. Yeah, so, you know, one of the good things about uh, having you on the podcast is I get to polish my Polish because I used to live there back uh, 10 years ago. So, Shemanko. Oh, <laughs> Shemanko. Wow, wow, that's cool, man. <laughs> but, awesome. uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of great to have you on the podcast because, you know, I've been listening to Decapitated since I got into extreme metal. So, really honored to have you. So the reason why we're talking to you is your first couple of demos that you all released, which was Cemeterial Gardens and Eye of Horus, which came together in 2000, right? This is now being released as First Dam. Yes. How does it feel looking back at the last 25 years? Well, it's, it's great. And it's great on a few different levels. I mean, it's just... Uh, Amazing thing is about that we finally released those two demo tapes uh, in the way we really want those two demo tapes being released. I mean, it's a great new line, new uh, layout, and it's released on the a few physical uh, items. It's released on the tape, it's released on the CD, and also on uh, LP, and it's it's great feel to have it back because you know it was a long time ago it was um almost 25 years ago i have to say because we started this band in 1996 and those two demo tapes are representing our first steps first steps ever being in the studio being in a band playing metal music to all together in the band in the first um uh first lineup so it means it means a lot for me to have it uh, re- to, to to release those two demo tapes again and because it's all released by nuclear blast records it's incredible thing and i just received this delivery from nuclear blast today so I, I open it and I see the LP, and I was like, "Wow, this has really happened!" Like, uh, I will never expect that in 1997 or 1998 that it's gonna be released in this way by one of the biggest label on the music metal scene these days, and on the LP and on CD and stuff like that, so it's amazing. I, it really means a lot to me. It it brings my memory back to beginning of the band when when we started, when we we've been teenagers and we, you know, the best times, best times ever. So. Yeah, so I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I want to take you down on a nostalgia trip for the next few questions. Uh, sure. The band started like this is the history. We were going through history, right? The band started when you were 15 
and your brother the late vitek was only 12 at that time uh-huh. take us back to that time i mean what were your plans and ambitions when you started out oh well the <laughs> to be honest to be honest we didn't have this big ambitions to to become a, a huge metal band well known over the globe or something like that our ambition was just uh to have fun by playing m- music and because we've been uh, we've been really we we love to play on, on guitars on drums and we've been really um influenced by uh by our favorite bands like Metallica, Sepultura, and Morbid Angel and we've been trying to to play like like our idols and uh, we just have pure fun for doing that. I remember I spending hours after school just, you know, sitting in my room and 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 jamming on guitar together with the with the tape, with the music coming from the tape. And and that was that was everything to me like on the beginning like I just love to play guitar and I love to listen uh metal music. Mm. So when we start when we start the band uh it was idea of our singer who became with the with the band name as well and he asking me he asking me in school uh once like do you think we can maybe create a band and uh, i have a band a band's name already decapitated and i was like why not so that was how it started and and the best thing was that every tuesday uh, in every week to, uh, we 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 jammed together for about 2 or 3 hours mm-hmm. uh, and that was that was our we didn't think about like what to do with that we've been just jamming that and ha- we, we we had fun to jam together talk about music you know uh smoking cigarettes and stuff like that that was that was all to us and then our bass player who joined us after a few months martin i'll talk about martin he he broke idea about to go to the studio and record uh, our four songs because we already created the first four songs hmm. so he he uh he was the another <laughs> another one that another day after one year of the band uh, exist he asking me if maybe we should go for this to the studio to record it i was surprised because i didn't plan that and and i was i said yeah that's amazing that's amazing idea so we did it we uh, we finished the school and and it was vacation and we go for these three days to sanok which is a place this is is a town uh, about one hour by train from our mm-hmm. hometown Krosno. so yeah we, we went there and we we we, we recorded uh, first demo tape so you listed you listed all the bands that you guys were listening to uh but when you were recording your demos whom were you trying to sound like Oh, 
this this time when we start to uh, recording the demo and when we start the band, I was really influenced by death metal bands mm-hmm. like uh, Morbid Angel, Vader, Decide, Cannibal Corpse, uh, Metal Creation, and you know this kind of this kind of death metal school. Most most of the bands from nineties uh, 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 Florida death metal scene. Uh, plus uh, European death metal scene like Pestilence, Vader, uh, Boltrower, Napalm Death, and things like that. And that's why, because we we start a band in the certain time that we've been all influenced by death metal, and a little bit also in with black metal bands like mm-hmm. Emperor, like Crate of Filth, Emperor, Demo Borgir, and uh, Things like that. That's why we uh, we we came to the point that we start to represent this kind of uh, style, like a kind of melodic, brutal death metal. So, you know, your demos were released at a time when, if you have to look back at history, right, metal was losing popularity around the world. What was it like back then in Poland? We're talking like. 96 to say about 2000 yeah that's true that uh, especially death metal uh, losing the pop- popularity because um, as every everyone know uh, the most popularity was in the actually beginning of 90s and mid 90s yeah. and cl- being close to the you know 97 98 99 it was something like it goes down with the like amount of the people, all the shows and stuff like that. But we, as a as a kids, like we 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 growing there. Uh, we we just start to grow. We like we've been between twelve and fifteen years old in a band when we started. So for us, uh, everything just was just started. Was just a beginning. We didn't know about, and we didn't actually care at all like how many people going for the shows or stuff like that we didn't know we our whole world was our hometown which was like wow. 50,000 50,000 people south of Poland and we didn't go out outside too much because we've been too young we've been still, still kids in the school yeah. just listening metal and trying to create a band so we've been influenced by all the bands but we didn't know What's going on um, on the world? To be honest, we think like we we seen some of the posters, or we seen the um, it caused it was called flares, like small stickers yeah, with yeah, the yeah, yeah. with the bands on tour, yep. stuff like that. So we see these like lineups, like Immolation, Vader, Cannibal Corpse tour, and and for us it was huge. Um, and we just dream about. I mean, I wasn't even no, I wasn't even dream about to join this kind of level of like immolation, Vader, Cannibal Corpse. But because for me it was like a going for the moon or something. So we didn't care about that. It. It's metal going down and up for us. Metal was not the numbers 
of selling CDs or uh, amount of the people. Well, metal music was just, it was a passion. It was uh, pure, pure music that was important. We didn't really care for many, many years after we started the band. We didn't care about the people, if there would be people on show or not, wherever, you know. Anyways, people were, were on the show. Uh, anyways, when we played with after release the first album, it was like 2000 and 2002 with the second album, Hikility. Then when we when we started touring with the bands like Bader, Crisium and stuff like that, that that was still a lot of people coming to the show. So, but I know that like selling in death metal went down for sure. Like all the bands like uh, Carcass or Napalm Death and stuff like that. Right now, when I for example, read the books about those times and stuff like that. I know that death metal was was going down really, really so much. But you know, for us, the most important thing these days was just uh, listen, listen music and and enjoy it. You know, so we didn't think about music business, about selling CDs, stuff like that. <laughs> that was something like. We never cared too much, which was also a mistake, but that's another story. <laughs> but I'm glad you brought that up because um, what you just spoke, right? It gave us, it gives us kind of, it, it paints a picture, right? The songs on First Damned um, and the re-release of the album again, it uh, kind of paints the, picture, uh, paints the picture of the band's journey coming full circle because this this album this collection of songs these demos they'll take old fans back to the start and they'll also help new fans kind of understand how the band started and the origins of the band right so exactly. two questions uh two questions first uh why choose to re-release first damned again i mean why is this the best time to do it why not say maybe 10 years down the line or five years down the line yeah, and, I mean, then, mm -hmm. um, and secondly, uh, given the nostalgia that surrounds this kind of a release, would you say that your reality or the band's reality, do you think they've met your expectations or from what, well, what you guys wanted in the first place? Well, I, uh, first of all, uh, it, it, it's nothing like uh, you know perfect time to release those two demo tapes. I, I think every year, or like if we will release these demo tapes five years ago or five years since now in the future, doesn't matter. I think, um, and our goal, and talking about the second uh, answering for the second question about this nostalgia thing that. It's kind of our goal, indeed, like to show our fans uh, how we started and how we sound, how we've been sounding on the beginning, uh, from where we come from, what are the, our roots, you know. Uh, and we've been trying to bring those old times, uh, releasing this, those two demo tapes, old times for the people that maybe are younger than, than we are right now, and they maybe started to listen metal right now, or they start to listen decapitated since last 
album or last two, two or three albums. So they don't really have imagined like how the situation looks back in the days, like 20, 25 years ago, which everything will look completely different because no internet, no Spotify, no, uh, you know, record labels was there, but working in the different uh, uh, circumstances and stuff like that. And for me, it's very big nostalgia. It is nostalgia for the for the people, for the metal fans uh, that are the same age as me right now. So they will dig it when they will, uh, you know, buy and open the layout of first damn and listen they will be uh for sure um they will feel some kind of past in those recordings also important things we didn't mix it again although we didn't do any other mastering we didn't try to make those demo sounding better at all you know, like I think of some of the bands these days doing that, uh, because uh, you know today everything is sounding way better than than before than in back in the days. And uh, why we're releasing right now? I mean, we finally have the opportunity to do that because we. The important thing is that like we. We get we, we um, the the rights for those recordings coming back after the years for the band as well, and you know also because we don't have rights for our first four albums, and on the first album Winds of Creation, that you guys ha you have uh, almost all songs from the our uh, first demo tapes, so. At least the band yeah. can release can release those dem uh, the demo tapes with the all songs from first album in the original versions from the demo, which is still for someone who know the first album songs. This gonna be really really interesting for the you know hearing that stuff for the first time ever from the versions like we just created and we go to the studio and record and nothing changes. That was no addition, no uh, trying to, uh, you know, copy paste or cover the mistakes, anything like that. It's it is pure, it is pure decapitated from the first lineup from the ninety seven ninety eight, and uh, and uh, I think is really really interesting thing for the new and old fans of the band as well. Oh, so, definitely. So, uh, because I was I was kind of um, on the beginning of this, uh, you know, when it, the idea of re-releasing those demo tapes uh, come come on the table, I was kind of skeptical about to do that because it's all mistakes. It doesn't sound that good and stuff like that. And I was thinking like, why? Maybe it's not the best idea to show this recordings mm -hmm. for the people because maybe new fans will not understand you know like we we can create wrong vibes wrong uh, you know like yeah. if if someone will hear that uh, for the first time like someone is going for spotify and 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 hear as the first time ever decapitated like songs from this demo and he don't realize maybe 
Like yeah. this is from <laughs> 25 years ago. And what then? What what will happen? Like what if? What, what's this, man? But when I was listening again, this especially the second demo, Eye of Horus, I was kind of like, shit, it it's actually sounding really cool, man. And it's it doesn't sound that bad. Or I mean, it. I was I was impressed. I was impressed listening to that because it's so fucking technical. It's so fast and crazy that is when I. Imagine like those kids back in the days, like 15, 14 years old, recording stuff. Then I, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, if that, like, if 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 a band today uh, was to come out with those kind of songs without bearing the name "Decapitated" on it, uh, they'd probably be YouTube sensations or something because they'll surely would have filmed themselves with a cell phone camera or something of that sort right yeah but the raw talent on display is like woof mind-blowing i know i know (laughs) i think i should i should do i should do a few uh yeah it was crazy but that that's the that's the power of being young you know you are strong you have all this power and you want to crush as much as possible and and show the whole world how good you are how technical you you can be and stuff like that so as as fast as brutal as possible huh? <laughs> exactly yeah yeah so awesome. that's how that's how it was pretty much back in right. the days so, so let's transition from this whole nostalgia phase at this point we'd like to play a song from first dam which one should we play and why i like all of the songs but maybe you guys can play uh the first dam uh no uh, the nine steps nine steps song i have some kind of sentimental uh i remember creating these songs and when i create I, you sometimes when you create a song you have this good uh good flow to mm-hmm. when when the and, and uh, next and next another 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 riff is it's going from another and another and, and it keeps going with the next and next melody and riffs and and uh, everything fits together so that was like that w- with that song i remember i i was a little bit inspired of the emperor uh, and vader uh, when i created the song that's why it's 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 very melodic uh, and yeah i just love the song so if you want to show one of this uh, song from first dam go for nine steps Alrighty, here it is here's nine steps
All right. So to kind of fast forward a bit, uh, you know, your first album, Winds of Creation, was produced by, and I'm I'm not going to butcher his name. So I'm just going to say Piotr from the Polish band and legend <laughs> Vader. Now, yes. a little bit earlier, you talked about you know while y'all were growing up, you never wanted to be or you never imagined being at the same level for them. Now here's a nostalgia trip for me. In 2009, I saw you performing with Vader, and this was a gig in Brasov where you were performing alongside Marduk. Do you remember that time? Because you yes. toured with them for a couple of years, and what was it like now? You know, all these years later, performing alongside Vader every day. No, that was that. That's uh, you know, that's life. You know how how. How weird life can be, and surprising that you know you dream about to go for the show on your favorite band, and then you are playing with this band on the same stage. So it's amazing feeling, of course. It's it's incredible feeling. I was really happy uh, to have this opportunity to join Vader. I I didn't spend much time with this band because it was like maybe a year and a half playing shows with them. And but it was amazing. I I have great feelings because I love the song. So I knew all the songs almost before I joined the the band. <laughs> I, I I knew how to play those those material, especially for the older uh, albums. And it was amazing. I uh, have a great time uh, playing with them. Yeah. Awesome. And you know, for some of our listeners here in India, they would remember you. Performing with Decapitated at the Deccan Rock in two thousand and eleven, this was in Hyderabad. So, ah, uh, yeah. What 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 are your memories uh, from that show here in India? The first first memory is that was so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it was peak summer also. <laughs> it was so hot that when we play a uh, soundtrack. About I don't know, one p.m. or something like that. It was full, full sun, full sun, going from from the sky and uh, and almost. I remember that we have all the towels on the heads, towels, uh, <laughs> lots of water, drinking lots of water. But I remember that was so hot that even I think our cables started to like, like you know melt uh, with the hot yeah. so so we've been just do the sound again we disappear from the stage because it was but i remember that show was great and people was really really um enthusiastic about the show it was just like too a little bit too long distance from the stage to the people and i don't know why it was like that but But then uh, we spent some time after the show talking with the fans, drinking beers, and it was really, really cool. Really nice experience. Really good show, and and we have just a great time. I rem- I remember that. I wish to come back. I wish to come back one day. I seen also I not that long time ago. I seen documentary of Meshuga playing yeah. in India as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. Okay, so you guys have announced a short tour next month, right? In Poland. Yes. Yes. Well, what are you most looking forward to uh, 
in that like are you are you really like prepping yourself to okay we're going to hit the stage again yeah it will be it will be brutal because after more than one year going to the stage is like holy shit what i supposed to do right now mm-hmm. <laughs> i think i think we need to pr- you know make rehearsals prepare prepare band to the to come back with all the equipment and with all the set lists and stuff like that so i'm busy with that right now i currently trying to complete the set list for the show and all equipment and um schedule for rehearsals with the band and you know let know to, to the crew members as well like what's going on but that will be good opportunity to come back i don't know how it those shows will looks like because it still will be uh, uh a restriction of you know covid restrictions okay. so limited be capacity li- limited capacity and but uh, you know we we're looking for those shows very much because we miss to play live and and it will be good occasion to you know to a little bit coming back from the other side and on and come back all together on the stage with the band and and start to play and hopefully everything gonna be come back uh soon yeah. with the shows no. and yeah i'm i'm sure everyone in poland is looking forward to that so you know it's been 4 years and i can't believe that it's been 4 years since anti cult released so i know this is something you must be asked often so i have two questions for you first sure. is that one of the observations i've made listening to your music post carnival is forever is that you know you've added different elements like groove and stoner rock vibes to like your overall sound in death metal yes what's the new material going to sound like and second is when can we expect to hear it okay uh, so um new album will be uh, released on the beginning of uh, 2022 and probably we're going to release um i mean that's for sure we're going to release a few new songs uh in this year probably after after summer mm-hmm. probably three maybe about three new songs going to be released after the summer in this year mm-hmm. um right now we we finish in three weeks we we're going to finish uh, uh tracking album and it will be ready for mix so it's almost done and how will be about the how will sounding it will be surprising because it will be turning back to past brutal songs and and really like 70% of the album will be really brutal and fast and full of blast beats and double kick and stuff like that but it will be a few moments few songs that will be also like kind of groovy like a little bit reminiscence for the last two or three albums but mm. still uh it's going to be melodic very melodic very emotional sometimes even like a sad but you will see but it it most of all it will be punch in the face so much so it will be surprising for the for the uh for the people that uh think that we will gonna continue anti cult or bat mantra okay. it will be different 
it will be more aggression and more violent and just more powerful. So what do you have to say to someone who is expecting a Nihility 2.0? Oh, Nihility? <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know how, mine, how much we'll be together with Nihility in here, but uh, I... It is, it will be technical as well. Maybe you can find some elements from this from Nihility album as well. Maybe some organic hallucinosis element as well. I, I it it will be like album. like some little bit kind of like the best of Decap album, you know. Fantastic! Can't but, wait to hear it because you certainly seem to have a plan. Yeah, <laughs> this sounds it, great. I don't know. I didn't plan that much. I mean, it was like idea behind before we cre- start to create the, the, the new songs that it need to be punching and the fact you need to be death metal again it need to be you know just fucking like let's come back with the destroy the doors from the from the kick you know from the leg mm-hmm. and it will be really really death metal album so <laughs> With a few moments, few moments, of course, like kind of sentimental, melodic, stuff like that, but full of emotions. Everything is there. All last last four years are there. (laughs) That's fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. So, Vogue, final question to you. What's left for Decapitated to do? Oh, my God. What's your ambition for the band now? Grammy. Grammy, <laughs> Grammy Award. Hang on, Polish Grammy or no. actual American Grammy? <laughs> no Polish Grammy. We've been already nominated for Polish Grammy, uh, <laughs> but no Grammy worldwide. Hell yeah, let's do that. Awesome. Holy uh, fucking awesome! I can't awesome. wait to hear. Yeah, I can't wait to hear some Grammy presenter somewhere going, and the <laughs> best, and the yeah. best band is decapitated (laughs) it's gonna happen it's gonna happen mark my words (laughs) all all i have to say is i hope let's hope body count doesn't release another album Ah, (laughs) (laughs) that's true hopefully crossing fingers they can wait yeah they just won On that note, Borg, thank you so much for sparing some time and chatting with us. Hope you enjoyed talking to a couple of boys from Bombay, India. Oh, it was my pleasure, guys. Thank you very much for interview, for great questions, for uh, everything. And I really hope to... Uh... Oh, I disappear. I really hope to come back to India. I hope also because I hear a lot of bad news coming from your country and I hope the situation will will be better and uh, so people, people uh, will, in your country will can survive all these uh, crazy times which we have right now yeah and, and on that note i'm gonna uh, practice my second polish word which i remember well which is nazdravia nazdravia <laughs> nazdravia guys yeah. thank you very much we certainly enjoyed this chat. Did you, dear listener, enjoy this chat? Let us know. We are at hornsuppod.com and on Twitter at hornsuppod. As always, I'm at Asmoani on Twitter. And I'm at Trend Crusher. And this was Hornsup. Hornsup, guys. <laughs>